A very warm welcome to all the lovely beings out there. Today, we are listening to a very special podcast, which is on the students around the world. Or I should rather say, students of the world. The focus of this initiative is to understand and communicate with the students, wherever they are, in whichever country they are, and to find out how they are coping up and evolving in these unique times. Having said that, let's roll over to Australia to our one of the special guests, Tamara. Now she is a psychology honor student and studying in Australia in the University of New South Wales. And her interesting hobbies are hiking and journaling. Now that's interesting combination, Tamara. So welcome and thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so let's roll over to, to the first question. But before the first question, I would um, like to talk about how we first met. So that mm -hmm. was at Cornell. So Tamara came to Cornell and um, she became my mentee for a project. And it was interesting to have her over there. And can you just brief what kind of experience you had at Cornell? Oh, there was so much happening at Cornell. Like it was just so sort of eye-opening going to America for the first time, doing exchange for six months. And then like, cause I reached out to your supervisor or someone in your lab and then he connected us together. Yeah. And it was just so nice to kind of, um, have someone that could teach me a lot of things in terms of like academically, but also in terms of just life stuff. I remember when we went to the coffee shop um, close to college and we were literally talking for like four straight hours. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, we did. And mm -hmm. the interesting part about you was that you had that uh, diligence and reverence for hard work that I could see in you, whatever the assignments I gave to you were like quick and you responded so well on that. And that made me more excited to be your mentor. So, I mean, even if you were excited about it, even I was excited to have you as my mentee. So yes, and we had a great conversation in the college town, that bagel shop. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. I feel like we have a lot of very shared experiences. Like, even though we're in two different countries, different continents, it's so interesting how many similarities we have and how, like, we grew up and then coming to America as non-American citizens. Yeah. And also, like, having you as a mentor as well, like, you instilled that excitement within me. So it was very much like a sort of, like, circular thing where like you get excited that I get excited and you're excited that I'm excited. Yeah. And the campus life was good and I think uh, we all were so blessed to feel the campus life before the pandemic hit. So yeah. let's go to the first question tomorrow like as a student. What were the biggest challenges for you in the year 2020 as mm -hmm. a student? And how did you overcome those? Mm -hmm. I guess in 2020, like, because, like, as we know, I'm in Sydney. I was very lucky. I'm very lucky to be in a country where 
COVID cases are quite low compared to the rest of the world. And also perhaps I was lucky enough to have enough time before lockdown, before COVID to kind of explore the outside world, like going to America, going to Cornell for exchange, where like prior to lockdown, I was traveling across America and across Canada as well. And then also coming back to Australia, I was quite like in a burnt out stage because of all of this movement and then also uh, working in retail and then trying to balance uni. So when lockdown did come, I was already in a state where I was planning to take a break for a week, just not go to uni, just kind of like have that time for myself. <laughs> and so in that sense, I didn't feel quite as big of an impact compared to other students. I know that they would quite kind of feel that more. But I think the challenges that came during lockdown was, first of all, the sort of financial instability. And then also second, the sort of um, anxiety about the future, anxiety about like career things. So first of all, like talking about the financial instability, the, um, the Australian government, they were good enough to give out stimulus checks to people that were already working. And because I had been working at this certain company for three years, um, I was eligible for that sort of stimulus check but then something happened within the uh, application process that changed my uh, what is it me being eligible to not being eligible and so as I said like working for those three years and then suddenly having your income stream just stop was quite a reality check I would say it was something like you're so used to it and then suddenly you just don't get that anymore and like the idea was like to give myself some sort of comfort if I wasn't going out because we were in lockdown and I was also living at home with my parents. So that kind of took away from the heavy expenses. And then also like during COVID, I also got into the stock market. I'm sure a lot of students also started learning about this because as you know, the stock market did crash. So it was a very good time to buy. And so spent some time doing research on that. Like before COVID hit, I was never conscious of money. I don't think I was financially sort of smart at all. But then after this, having something like your income stream taken away from you, like it makes you, um, it pushes you to be more financially smarter and to kind of invest your money in better places. And so that in a sense was a wake up call. And also like, when we talk about money and the economical impacts of COVID, we have to talk about like future jobs and careers as well. Like I remember the world was saying, oh, jobs are going to be so hard to get in the future. It's so it's going to be hard for the new graduates. And so that was quite worrisome. And honestly, like it's still a challenge now in terms of like we're still feeling the effects of COVID. Like jobs aren't opening up actually. Jobs are being slashed and cut. And yeah, like I know the current scope of things though is that students are constantly trying to upskill themselves, like join workshops and programs in order to be more employable. And I think that is something that can help all of us students kind of overcome that sort of challenge about being um, worried about the future. Like if you just spend some time to kind of better yourself both like personally and professionally, then 
and like take opportunities wherever you can that will really give you some sort of peace of mind for that sort of career instability that our students are facing now. Yes, yes. I, I totally agree with Moran. I appreciate how, how you took the stance on, on this, this pandemic instead of being in a, in a loophole, you know, just getting into your zone on leaving everything. You know, you were at your parents' house, but then you took, took the responsibility and even if it wasn't like being a star in the stock market, but you tried doing it because when you're in your uncomfortable zone, you always try. And that's, that's, that has happened like with me also. So I totally agree with that. So mm -hmm. good job, Tamara. Like you start building up some, some platforms for yourself. And even in the learning process, trust me, you will become better. And I, that's what I'm telling all the students around that I, I agree that what you're feeling now is something which is so, so unique. And it has not happened in the past generation to our grandparents and parents. And I hope not, not to the coming children or the coming future as well. But this will make you stronger and this will make you ready for things. And that's what 2008 crisis was all about when that happened people started coming up with new ideas and they thrived in the coming time. But of course, that tenure is difficult. So good work, Tamar. So my next question is, did 2020 help you realize the relevance of our mental well-being and physical well-being? Kindly share a story with us. I think for sure anyone will agree in saying that 2020 was a real eye-opener for uh, physical and mental well-being. I think because as a psychology student, I am someone that like, when I see well-being, it's such a buzzword for me. Like I love sort of that self-care, uh, taking care of your mental, emotional, that sort of stuff. I don't think I have a story, but I have sort of just um, some things that I did during COVID to kind of help with both the mental and the physical well-being sort of thing it was yeah so for mental first of all like I'm glad everybody realized this quite early on but everyone knew that COVID and lockdown was going to have a very big emotional and mental impact on your well-being so I mean as students I'm pretty sure like social media was our main form of connecting and staying connected with people so the whole sort of community was very supportive. Like people were sharing um, some like self-care tips on their Instagram stories, um, doing like uh, online games nights or like Netflix party, all that sort of stuff. And like, yeah, I think the like being generally supportive online that really helped and staying connected. And then also like, during COVID to help with mental well-being, I realized how important it was to stick to a routine because I was very much in favor of being spontaneous and I was very last minute prior to lockdown. Mm -hmm. And I really don't know how it started in terms of like when I started to use a calendar, when I started to write things down. I think during like lockdown, everything's a blur, right? Like you wake up, you do your work, 
you go to bed and then that kind of continues. So that's why I can't really think of a story right now. But like now from learning about how important it is to have a routine and to have a schedule, I just really value planning things. And also like I use the calendar religiously. Like if I have something, I will, if I don't have my calendar, I don't know what I'm going to be. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Like, honestly, the past tomorrow would have not recognized this tomorrow at all. So that's kind of like the well-being portion of things. Just like, I'm glad that I had a self-care routine before coming into lockdown as well. Like things like journaling and um, obviously I couldn't hike during COVID, but all that sort of stuff. And then going from mental, we'll talk about like the physical sort of well-being things as well. This goes back to having a routine, kind of setting aside some time to kind of get in touch with your body a little bit more. Like, I think understanding your body and listening to your body is very, very important in terms of for your physical, but then also for your mental of like um, knowing when it's time to really stop and to take a break or knowing when it's time to really like push through crank out the work sort of thing. Yeah, like I think trying to separate, um, what is it, home life from work life, that also in a way is quite physical as well because you're stuck in one room the whole for the whole day. It's really hard to separate that sort of work sort of mindset or like a relaxing stay-at-home sort of mindset. But you could do things as simple as like changing from your PJs to your work clothes to automatically kind of switch your brain into telling you, okay, now it's time to work. And that that's how I sort of um, understood physical well-being to be, like just about like doing the physical things so that it also um, helps your mental. And then also I was quite lucky that I was really focused on my uni work as well because I was taking very hard subjects during 2020. And so I wasn't getting too bored and running to the fridge every time I was bored thinking that I was hungry. Yeah. And like I also wasn't really a big gym person beforehand either. I always exercised at home, so there wasn't quite a big difference in that. And it also helps that, like, my mum's really into yoga, so doing yoga together. Yeah, like doing yoga together with mum or, like, doing Zoom calls and learning TikTok dances, that's part of physical well-being. <laughs> I mean, I, I totally sync with this part with you because I'm not a gym person. I can go for a walk, I can go for a swim, but I'm more a person of yoga. So you must be knowing about Surya Namaskar, so you do that. And there are many, many things in the yoga. So I, I used to do that, or I used to have a workout session maybe on the YouTube, putting out the music. So... As you said, I also never felt like I'm missing out on something, but you also mentioned a very relevant part that when you are in that circle, which is consistently happening from morning till evening, you don't realize that how it's impacting you physically and mentally. And you gave some very strong points. Uh, and those points are very like the devil in the details, which people will not understand until they have experienced it, but now everybody have. 
So they will totally sink in what you're saying. So I re I'm really, really glad that how, how you were able to uh, manage all those challenges and then come out of it and acknowledging them. And thank you for, for answering the question so, so beautifully, Tamara. So my next question is, what is your hope from the future as a student? So I interpreted this question in two ways. First of all, like, what am I hoping for in the future? And then also what is giving me hope that is coming from the future and what's giving me hope now? So first of all, like, what I hope for in the future, like, I think COVID has definitely shown that us humans, we do need to be connected. We are social animals. And it really, in a way, is kind of like, um, it's not like we, should, we shouldn't be fighting against one another. We should be fighting the problem together. Because at the end of the day, we are, we are all humans, right? Like we all have ups and downs. We go through things. We're all experiencing lockdown or like um, the effects of COVID. And just taking that sort of journey together and staying connected, staying strong together to kind of fight whatever is coming our way in the future. I think that's what I hope for, for our generation as well. Because as you said, right, like I think earlier on in this, you were saying how COVID has definitely helped students to learn how to adapt really quickly, to overcome challenges very quickly as well. And so... I think for us as students, we should know that, okay, we've gotten through this. We've gotten through the sort of emotional cycle, physical cycle of everything that, as you said, a lot of generations didn't have to go through. So we kind of have that skill in our pocket already that we will be able to use beautifully in the future, I hope. So that is what I hope for in the future. And then what's giving me hope from the future? is I think this is very specific to my psychology degree, but psychology, like, as we know, uh, what is it, mental health issues have uh, gotten more prominent during COVID, during lockdown. And so, like, as a psychology student, knowing that I can sort of empower people that are going through all these things in a way with my degree is something that personally gives me hope from the future. Knowing that in the future, like we'll have a lot of work to get done to get us back to how happy we were before. Nice tomorrow. I, I really like the way you are trying to, you know, do some application part from your degree. Very few people are able to envision that ways you know it's always like about money but that's great that's great now my last question now as you know the podcast is students of the world so it's totally focusing students and all the listeners students mm -hmm. not students but as a focus is on all the students what is your message to the students around the world oh i have so much to say oh like, I think my message to students all around the world is to really just stay hopeful and understand that, like, we're so young, but what we put in life is what we'll get out of it. 
like, will whatever we put into this situation now, however we take it, it really is all about mindset. If you can have the right mindset to whatever's happening, then I think you could definitely use any experience to your advantage, be it being stuck in lockdown, being isolated, being all that sort of stuff. And then on top of that, like the things that I was talking about before, about like having a routine and practicing self-care, I'm pretty sure all the students listening now would be like, oh, there she goes again about self-care. We've probably heard it so many times, but it is so important finding something that works for you, listening to you and taking some time for yourself as well. Like you can take a break. You don't have to be productive all the time. You truly just listen to your body. Like forgive your body if you haven't like achieved the things that you want. I think having some sort of self-forgiveness and being able to like give yourself a pat on the back and say like, okay, it's okay. We can try better or we can try again tomorrow or something or like next month. It really like, if you procrastinate instead of stressing out about procrastinating, just forgive yourself and know that it's part of the process. Obviously be kind to yourself, but then also just know when to crack a whip and get going. So it really is that sort of balance about forgiving yourself, but making sure you don't lose yourself in that process of forgiveness. Yeah, Tamara, great, great message. So Tamara says that it's okay to forgive yourself for some time, but then you have to get up and do your work. As for, yes, I agree. So thank you so much, Tamara. I mean, you talked about those points, which I think are so, so relevant to students and just not students, even to, to, to people who are employers living in their houses and not doing any jobs at this point of time. So you have touched all those, those pain points which are happening around the world. So thank you so much Tamara for that. And all the best for your future. And I hope the students around the world will listen to you and will take one up take pointers and will implement in their lives, especially their physical and mental well-being. That's very, very important. So having said that, here I'm going to end this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe. Thank you so much and have a nice day. Bye-bye.